2: The following is a presentation of the Belly Sports Media Network.
3: Let me just say, after video distorting the belt to proclaim me the real world champion, I'm going to tell you all with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. And hi, everybody. Welcome again to another edition of the ACHA Power Play. We are live here on the Belly Up Network of podcast and, of course, on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. We invite you to subscribe to our network and see all of our great shows that we have there. The ACHA Power Play and, of course, the Captain Lou Extravaganza and whatever else we might be having going on on the Captain Lou Sports Network. But uh, tonight we're going to concentrate on the ACHA Power Play. And uh, we welcome you to that here this weekend or tonight, rather, as the road to St. Louis and the 2024 national championships. It's only it's less than four months away before we have puck drop. March 7th is when the festivities begin at the Centene Center. All five divisions, 82 teams are going to be converging on St. Louis on March 7th through the 17th, three in the men's two in the women's on the divisions and uh, it's going to be a great great tournament again as it always is we got a great show planned for you tonight we're going to look at the rankings they're out for the men's division two in all the four regions and uh, we'll tell you the top 14 teams those are the ones that you got to look for as far as the divisional uh breakdowns go for the regional tournaments coming up in february um also we'll take a look at the rankings in men's division one and three and the Latest in now uh, women's division one that was just released a little while ago, as a matter of fact. So, we'll uh, take a look at those. We got a couple of great guests lined up. Scheduled to join us in a couple of moments will be Travis Ripchinski from the University of Dakota College, Botno. They've been to the national tournament the last couple of years, uh, made it to the final four a couple of years ago in St. Louis. Travis is going to stop by. We're going to talk some lumberjack hockey as uh, they are off again. To another fine start in, uh, in Division Two, uh, right at the top of the West Region, um, with uh, still a lot of season to go. I get it, but right now they are in one of the two spots that you want to be in to get that automatic buy into the national tournament. Coming up at the bottom of the hour tonight, we're going to be talking with uh, uh, Brandon Orth from Saginaw Valley State as uh, their team right now ranked eighth in Division Three. But right now, let's uh, let's go to our guest line. And now uh, let's bring in the head coach of Dakota College Botno, Travis Rybczynski. Travis, thanks again for taking time out tonight to be with us. How are you?
1: Uh, you got it, Lou. Great to be on with you. Um, always uh, appreciate uh, your coverage of ACHA hockey and also you know, you have a decent team when you when you get the call from you, so we, we appreciate it.
3: <laughs> well, hey, the pleasure's all mine. I like how you were able to come on at a moment's notice. This is really awesome. It's uh, you know, it. I I know they call this the marathon part of the schedule, Travis, but it's always fun to talk hockey in November when it's getting close to Thanksgiving. You got to start thinking maybe it is maybe a little more of a sprint time of year because before you know it, it's going to be February. You know.
1: Yeah, you know, looking at our schedule too, it's uh, we don't we haven't had a weekend off here, and it's uh, sort of need one to I think recharge the batteries and get through some bumps and bruises here. But um, but then you know we always get a good break at Christmas time. So but yeah, definitely uh, a tough part of the schedule, and uh, you know we usually have a really tough schedule. So we'll you know that's what we're known for, and we'll take it. And um, it's been been a grind so far, and it'll keep getting. <laughs> keep getting better but you know that's how we're going to get better so and then with uh you know the the way the rankings are now if you need that strength of schedule to to get up there and that's you know that's why we play the better teams
3: you know we we've talked about this before on the show but uh, for those that might be watching for the first time with ACHA hockey at the D1 and D2 level North Dakota is just that area is amazing with The amount of teams at the D1 and D2 level. And, uh, I mean, you guys just pound the bejesus out of each other every weekend when you play, you know, Jamestown, you guys, Providence, Mary, uh, Minot State, just to name a few. You're indeed right. It is a grind. Yeah, and, you know, that's uh, the thing is what's been awesome, you know,
1: like this is my 23rd year here now, and, you know, (laughs) 20 23 years ago i think there might have been one other team in the state so um, maybe two so um you know but it's all the schools have wanted to put a good product on the ice and i mean like you look at minot jamestown and mary and and uh you know we're they're they're good teams and (laughs) you know that's uh you know they've they've done great at the d1 level so far this year uh all those uh, three teams. And then, you know, now we added a uh, Lake region here in Devils Lake that, uh, you know, once they get uh, everything established, it's going to be a fun little rivalry for us. And then Williston's had a little bit of down here, but um you know, the new coach here, I, I think he's going to do a really, uh, really good job. So it's, it's going to be awesome when we get everyone going here strong.
3: Well, you know, you, you, uh, I... One of the things that now, if I'm wrong, you got to correct me right off the shoot, but you're a two year school, right? Yes, we are. You know, and that's the other thing that amazes me uh, with the amount of success, Travis, that you've had over the years. You've got, you're going up against these four year programs, you know, and so your turnover is, you know, it, to me is just so amazing that you're able to keep the success level that you've had in the last few years
1: yeah well thanks for that lou um you know the honestly the hardest part i just find is you know we're these kids right out of high school now like 18 19 year olds it's tough for them to come in and have a bigger role than it has been in the past and um you know and that's what really hurt us last year we had a lot of kids right out of high school yeah um and uh by the second half of the year they figured it out but um you know, it's just it's tough when you're playing against someone who's 25, 26 oh my years goodness. old, and and you know we we had um, we played Montana State this past weekend, and they were they were a big physical, fast team, and uh, you know we we had the ice bags out for sure, but it was just <laughs> you know the difference I I felt in the whole weekend was just the maturity and the you, you know the um, age, honestly, you know the experience factor was big, and that's sort of where where, i don't know um corey my assistant coach i think he's been with me 12 years so i would say we have the experience in the coaching <laughs> ranks and and you know hopefully the players we can give them a little comfort in that
3: yeah i, I noticed that over the weekend uh, it, kind of a tough go but uh you know that's going to help you too when you when you go later on with the rankings and whatnot
1: yeah you know i thought like uh friday night our power play let us down and We, uh, you know, the coach has to figure that out. So, um, but uh, then, you know, we we heard of the rankings. I think they came out Friday evening. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that that and I'm like, oh crap. Because, (laughs) uh, you know, you know how if you're the number two team and you're playing the number one team, you're going to get extra fired up, you know? And sure. And um, so I was like, oh, that might go against us a little bit Saturday. And and Montana State came out flying guns a blazing. And, you know, I think they were up three nothing in the first ten minutes. So hmm. um, but uh yeah, no, but it's you know what, it's still so, so good. I'm glad, you know, we're we're proud of the fact that we were ranked number one and like you know, like every D two team out there, you wanna be one or two come the end of the year for sure.
3: Well, yeah, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that right now. You know, we you and I have talked about it before. You don't have to go through that regional bracket. You know, I look at a team like Iowa last year that yeah they got to they got to the championship game but that gauntlet that you have to run some teams now got to play three games in three days just to get out of uh the regional tournament so man that is huge
1: yeah you know and and the thing is like a west like teams teams everywhere else in the country don't understand the travel we oh. have to do like um and i don't even know officially where regionals are yet but um you know, we've heard it's going to be a plane ride for us, and the, and then the other thing is the cost, right? So, oh my, um, so it's uh, you know, so it's important. Hopefully, we can get one or two, but if not, um, you know, it's it's going to be a dogfight. Like, where's uh, me and the coaching staff from Mont- Montana? We're talking, you know, and I think there's, you know, there's basically at least twelve to fourteen teams that can come out of the West for sure to go to nationals. So, um, you know, so you got to be ready to go every night.
3: Well, you know, and and I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I mean, that's down the road. But one last question about the play at the Nationals. You know, you notice, to me, the biggest difference once you get there is the, the defensive play, just ratchet it up, you know, almost tenfold. I mean, you you can't yeah. make the mistakes, obviously, but that's the thing that really impresses me once you get there, how much different that is.
1: Well, I think the speed too is some of the teams okay. that you don't, you know, you watch, you watch them on hockey, uh, on the web or whatever. Yeah. You're like you see them live and you're like, wow, they're fast. And, um, you know, I thought last year, like we were, honestly, we went on a magical run to go, go there. We probably shouldn't have been in there. You know, we had excellent goaltending yeah. Mason really helped us. But, um, then I think our guys were just not, we're just too young where we had, um, they don't understand the difference you have to approach the game and everything like that at, at nationals. Cause it's, it's playoff. You know, I thought we got a little experience at regionals and then national is a totally different oh. level where, you know, two years ago when we had a team that made the final four, we had a lot of those veterans there and we had a lot of third year guys actually from our school. And uh, you know, we brought our level up where I think guys now learned, from last year's nationals, I mean, we're carrying that up to this year's team. So, um, you know, it's all a learning process, but yeah, it's definitely, you know, there's so many good teams oh. are in the ACHA in every division. And it's, you know, it's, it's fun when you're watching those teams, but um, <laughs> you know, it sucks when you're, when you're losing well, <laughs> to some of those teams too, but, but you know what, like you, it's good hockey and that's what people just don't understand.
3: Well, that's funny. You mentioned that point about how fun it is. I remember when you and I were watching one of the games in St. Louis, you, you told me this is the, this is the fun part. You said for about until the end of the game, then I got to really go back to it was the night before you guys were getting ready for the semis. You know, you, you were able to take it in a little bit, you know, and, yeah. but that, yeah, the atmosphere there is sure is fun.
1: No, it's, and it's, you know, and that's what you strive for to get there. Right. And, uh, you know, and that's our goal this year is to get there and, um, you know, we'll see how how things shape up, but um, no, I like our team this year so far. We're just, like I said, we're, we got sort of, we sort of need a few days off here to get some bugs and bumps and we got, we got like four regulars out of the lineup right now. So that's that hurts a little bit.
3: Well, I see that, uh, you, you've, uh, got a couple of games. If I'm looking at the schedule, right this weekend against, uh, Williston. And then, uh, before Thanksgiving, you get to play, uh, university of Mary. So a little, little rest for the weary, but then you've got a big one right before, uh, Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely, it's, uh, you know, Williston, I think has surprised a lot of people. They got a late start in recruiting and, coaching situation there but um you know they've had a good start to their season and then yeah mary you know i think um i think like i knew they'd be a top 10 in uh d1 but yeah i didn't you know they're what top three right now yeah. i think so i mean it's dan does a great job there and uh you know it's they're 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 always going to be ready to play us too so uh, we've had a fun little rivalry where you know we were one of the we beat them a couple times and hopefully we can you know, um, play well against them and do it again.
3: So uh, we're joined by Travis Rybchinski, the head coach of Dakota College of Botnow here on the ACHA Power Play. Um, You talked about, you know, the kids being young and getting experience. How long, Now I see on your roster this year, Travis, you got a good mix of freshmen and sophomores. Went how long before, you know, like halfway through the year, whatever, before they really get, you know, they're not labeled as maybe inexperienced, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, you know, I um I always say like till Christmas time. Okay. You know, and it takes just because a lot of those guys like, you know, yeah, the hockey wise, but then you throw in like homework and yeah. schooling and living away from home, um, maybe for the first time. So I, I always think it takes uh freshmen a little time to adjust. The difference with our a lot of our freshmen this year compared to last year was, you know, they've had some junior experience, you know. Okay. So we have a couple older New, new guys who came so that's that's made a big difference in transition as well so um and then you know uh, with a lot of second year guys showing them the way so yeah so it's uh it's been a good mix and our our young guys have actually i thought i've been really impressed with them so far this year um it's not the deer in the headlights look it's like hey we're gonna go out and make a difference and uh, so it's been fun seeing the growing process
3: on that no, I know you don't like to single out a lot of people, but who are the guys that uh, maybe you've had you've leaned on for that experience? Maybe as captains or the leaders on the team.
1: Well, um, we have our our captains, Leighton Holstein. He's uh, he's actually a third year player from Boys of Manitoba, and uh, he's been excellent for us, a so good leader by example. And he's uh, I don't even know his point total, but he's probably at least uh, one or two or around two a game i'm guessing Uh, he's had a really good year so far in the on the stat sheet as well but uh yeah so he brings a little quiet presence to us and keeps guys in line Um, and we've had aiden morelli step up he's uh, another captain for us uh from minot who's um i think he had four or five goals last year and he's already got seven so uh so it's been going in for him and then uh then we've had, uh, Riley Oper, He's a, a smaller defenseman for us. Who's, um, makes things happen on the back end. And then, you know, our goalie Mason Matthews, he's the real deal and really good, uh, just got good, um, you know, form and, and good positioning all the time. And he's a big, big body. So, so, you know, we can cheat a little on things and know that he's, he's going to stop most of them in the back end there.
3: So you mentioned that, uh, you mentioned that the, uh, power play was something you might have to work on a little bit. What else uh, do you think you need maybe to touch up on a little bit, you know, as you make your run here going into December and then, uh, into the beginning of 2024 before, uh, post
1: Yeah, we just got to get, we have some guys actually struggling. I think right now who I thought would have a few more points and I think they're just tight, you know, a little clenching the stick, a little too yeah. tight, and, um, so I, I really want to, we really been trying to work in practice here on getting uh, pucks and guys to the net because I, I thought that's um, Montana's got such a big D. We, we were scared, I think, to go in front of the net against mm. them. And um, well, and they did a nice job defending, so we, we couldn't get in there. So, you know, that's one area. I just want us to get a little more grittier and, and go to the net and then um, just shooting the puck. Cause like, you know, it's, I always say it's a simple game and you know sometimes we complicate things but we just got to go back to basics and and really um you know the other the other thing we got to clean up those penalties as well we've we've given up way too many five on threes this year and it's just just like you know we'll be killing a penalty and then a guy's guy will get a stick caught and it'll be a hook and and it's like, you know, <laughs> we're getting practice on five-on-threes, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, just clean up some of those yeah. things. And then, like um, I always say, too, uh, you know, the biggest difference, I think, in a lot of the freshmen is they just don't believe in themselves. You know, they're still unsure. Yeah. And uh, once we get those guys believing in themselves a little more, I think uh, sky's the limit.
3: So you said with uh, the Christmas break, it gives a chance for, for the kids to – kind of take a break and kind of rest up a little bit do you get a chance to let yourself take a break from the game at all for a little bit or is it just 20 you know 12 months out of the year always thinking about the team
1: you know what i learned a lot when i was younger i used to do like hockey camps year round and stuff and then it would you know you'd get to like november in your season and you're just like it's not fun going to the rink yeah um so i've learned that just like hey like make sure it's fun going to the rink every day and we we do it to these guys and my assistant coach cory gorder like we we're a pretty good combo on the ice there and just uh we we try and make practice as fun as possible because if we're not having fun you know the kids probably aren't so so that's big and then yeah you gotta you know take breaks for sure like we try to give our guys at least one day off a week where yeah nothing hockey related and you you know we're pretty lucky we practice uh, Monday through Friday and if, unless we play. So, um, so that part's pretty good for us. And then, um, we, we have a good support system here where we'll, we'll do study sessions and most kids live close by or in the dorms. So we're pretty lucky that we get, uh, you know, we can, you know, I can call the kids right now and say we're meeting in 15 minutes and they'd all be here pretty quick. So, um, so that part's good, but yeah, yeah, you need a, you need a break just because I just, uh, you know, I've seen it with other sports and other coaches over yeah. the years at our school. And, you know, the kids just get burned out and don't want to be here. And that, that's the worst thing that could happen. So, um, but yeah, and then actually we're, I, I'm really excited this year. We're doing a family trip and between Christmas and New Year's. So, so we're taking the family to New York City. So it's, oh, wow. uh, yeah. So, but it, it's hockey related. We're going to catch an NHL game and then might uh, catch a Army game. Uh, one game as well so um so yeah it's it, it'll be good to get away from you know work and yeah. uh you know just make some good family memories
3: who you got who are you gonna watch nhl well i i really want to take the family to
1: madison square garden yeah. but my uh pocketbook says uh <laughs> new jersey devils so yeah yeah um, i hear you so but it's uh yeah you know and time you can get to an nhl game it's it's good right so it uh But I just, I sort of saw the schedule and picked out to where we're going to go. And that was probably our best option. And uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll be, I think it's going to be pretty awesome to get down to New York City there.
3: Yeah. My uh, quick funny story is my wife and I, when we got married four years ago, we went on our honeymoon to Washington, D.C. We were able to see the Capitals. Well, her stepson moved to uh, Arizona. And he lives in Scottsdale, so we're going down there in two weeks, two and a half weeks. So we're going to catch an NHL game, and who are we going to see? The Coyotes play the Washington Capitals again.
1: Uh, hey, that's that's okay though. Yeah, see o- Ovechkin, you know. So,
3: and I hear that's a um, cool yeah. rent to go to. It's there's not a bad seat in the house, even though it's only fifty five hundred people.
1: Yeah, honestly, that was on our list too of potential places to go over Christmas. But I just knew knew it's tougher to get tickets there, yeah. and then. Uh, um, so, but yeah, no, it's like, it's, you know, the, the weather will help too. I'm sure yeah. when you
3: go. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll let you, I'll give you a scouting report on how cool it is to watch a game there when I see you in St. Louis. Cause I got a feeling I will. Well, yeah. That'll be, uh, that'll be great
1: Lou. And, um, you know, I know us coaches, you know, we we really appreciate the coverage that you do yeah. the Thank the play by play. You do, uh, you know, your. You do an unbelievable job at uh, at nationals. It's always good, you know. We have the flow hockey on, listening, and it's uh, you always make uh games very exciting. And well, and thank so, you. Um, I know we uh, I know people don't realize the work you guys do at nationals to get everything ready. And mm-hmm. I see you guys in the break room there, and it's you know unbelievable job that you guys do. So I know we really appreciate it, and I know the. Parents who can't make nationals and stuff, appreciate it. So thanks for all the job you guys do.
3: Thank you for the kind words. That makes it worth it. Travis, enjoy uh, your trip to New York. Thanks on short notice again for coming on. Yeah,
1: anytime. If someone nails on you, just
3: just
1: need 15-minute notice, and I'll be there for you. All right,
3: right on. Okay, Okay. happy Thanksgiving, and uh, good luck the rest of the year. We'll be in touch. Thank you.
1: Sounds good. Thanks, Lou. Take it easy.
3: All right, you too. Travis Ripchinski, the head coach of Dakota College of Botany, and you know we talk about them a lot. You know it is a two-year school, and you know it, it's to me is remarkable the success that they have. Again, you you you're going up against the four-year schools, you know, and I to me it seems like a disadvantage. And you know they you know some of these kids have been together for three four years, and uh, so, so so their success is even that more impressive to me. And uh, we're going to take a look after a quick break at the Division One or Division Two rankings. And again, we'll go through uh, just a little bit of, but again, what it takes to uh, make it to the national tournament at the Division Two level. All right. You're watching the ACHA Power Play. It's live right here on the uh, Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube, powered up by Belly Up Sports. And uh, we will be right back with more right here on the ACHA Power Play.
0: It's the biggest game of the year. And your team doesn't have a coach. They don't even have a game plan. You probably aren't feeling very good about their chances. Make sure you're prepared for one of the biggest financial decisions of your life, retirement. Do you have a coach? What about a plan? Set yourself up for success by calling 877-222-8849 and having Mindy and Nolan McIntosh and their team at McIntosh & Associates create your retirement playbook. They'll help you think through taxes, income, legacy planning, and much more. When you're done, you'll have a customized retirement game plan that you can feel confident in. Start planning today with Central Michigan's retirement coaches, Mindy and Nolan McIntosh at McIntosh & Associates. Call 877-222-8849. That's 877-222-8849. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to the Captain Lou Extravaganza, or I'm sorry, the ACHA Power Play on the Captain Lou Sports Network. Get them mixed up, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need a break from work, huh? We'll blame it on that. Welcome, everybody, again, back to the program. Again, want to thank Travis Rybchinski from uh, Dakota College of Botano. The Lumberjacks sitting at the top of the Men's Division Two rankings as of last Friday in the West region. Uh, they've been a National championship uh, participant the last couple of years and uh, looking to get back to uh, St. Louis again for another opportunity at the uh, top of the mountain currently occupied by UMass Amherst as the defending champions in uh, Division II. Uh Again, want to thank everybody for joining us here live on the Captain Lou Sports Network. Uh, follow us on uh, Facebook at the Captain Lou Extravaganza or my page, Lewis Gamlin, or follow me on Twitter or X at uh, the Real Captain Lou, or uh, subscribe to our network, the Captain Lou Sports Network. You can see all of our ACHA Power Plays, seventh season right now of the ACHA Power Play. And uh, we've got that in our Captain Lou extravaganza that we do as well, and any other programs that we've got here on our Captain Lou Sports Network. So just kind of a little heads up on where you can find all of those. All right. Right now, what I want to do while we've got a moment uh, is kind of take a look. We talked about the uh, first rankings for the men's division two, and uh, let's see if I can bring those up for you real quick. As uh, again, how it works with uh, the way the rankings are, uh, we've talked about it a lot, but for those of you that may not know, is the top two teams in each region in men's division two get the automatic buy to the national tournament. And then they take two of the remaining teams out of each region to go to Nationals to form the 16-team tournament, which breaks down into pool play uh, for the first three days of the Nationals. So if you take a look at the men's regions, we'll go, first of all, in the uh, Central Rankings and the Northeast Rankings. You've got St. Thomas in the Central. Lindenwood, two. They would get the automatic berths. And then, as you can see on the screen, Concordia would be three. You can look all the way down to uh, Marion at 14 which, you know, that means uh, those teams would be in the uh, regional tournament coming up in February, and it is a bracketed tournament, one and done, kind of a March Madness feel to it. The top four teams get a bye, and then the last eight teams will play in the opening round of the regional play. So, uh, like I said, a team like Iowa last year, that was uh, ninth, I think, in their region, ended up – they went three straight games where they, they had to make the run through and they did. And then they made it all the way to the championship games. So not only did they get that extra game, but then they had to, you know, then they got to nationals and, you know, which everybody goes through pool play from there. But anyways, if you see in the central region, uh, St. Thomas, number one, Lindenwood two, they would get the auto bids as of right now into the national tournament in the Northeast. You've got Northeastern and, uh, New Hampshire ranked one and two; those two teams would uh, get the automatic berth. Then you got Bentley, all the way down to Siena, as you can see at fourteen, they would be playing in the regional tournament as well. And then in the southeast, you've got uh, Indiana ranked number one in uh, the rankings right now in the uh, in the uh, central region, and um, then you would uh, you can see that uh, Florida Gulf Coast or in the Southeast region, I beg your pardon, Florida Gulf Coast would be ranked second. Then it would go from Kentucky all the way down to Bowling Green uh, to see who would make it to the regional tournament out of the next two. And finally in the West, we talked about at the Lumberjacks of uh, Dakota College, number one, they took on Montana State, who is ranked number two. Both those two teams have the auto bids as well, or they would if it ended this week. And, of course, those two teams played last Friday, Montana State victorious. Uh, They may bump Dakota College to number one, but I don't see Dakota College falling very far. If they do get bumped, then you've got Utah State at three all the way down to Loyola at 14, and all those teams would uh, match up in the regional tournament. It's kind of cool. I don't know if it's cool or if it's just a little odd. The one thing that I've noticed about this uh, regional rankings is the Southeast and the Northeast, or I'm sorry, the Central and the Southeast Michigan State is in the central region and Michigan is in the southeast. So kind of odd that those two teams would are in different regions, but you know, like I said, a little bit different. So anyways, just uh kind of a little uh tidbit there. Let's go back to the phone lines right now though and uh let's bring in the head coach of Saginaw Valley who's uh kind enough to take time out. Brandon North, Brandon, thanks for uh joining us tonight. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you again for coming on the show here tonight. Uh, hey, first of all, uh, big weekend. I know it was just a split. Yeah, you know, I know you would obviously like to win both, but a good weekend for you against uh, one of the powerhouses in uh, Division Three in Hope.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're uh, obviously thrilled to get one of the one of the wins out of the two games. Uh, like you said, two wins would have been ideal, but um, I'm happy with how our guys played. Ah, uh, we had two big injuries uh unfortunately happened Friday during our game so um Saturday was uh, a pleasant surprise to see you guys step up and kind of take uh take that role of the guys that uh, went down an injury and I uh, just really happy with how the how the guys showed up and uh played at uh our home barn.
3: You know your home barn is quite the place to watch a game, and you know i i've 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 heard the stories, and I promise I'm gonna get up there. But I'm told that if I go there, I got to get there a couple hours early if I want to get a ticket because the line to get in is huge.
2: Yeah. So this is the year of the program. And um, I remember the first home game that I was uh, a part of. I was blown away myself. Just uh, the uh, Saginaw University uh, students, they love their hockey. And, uh, you know, we're obviously thrilled to, uh, you know, provide them a good product. So, uh, you know, we have probably roughly three to 400. Students come to every home game Um, and uh, they make it they make it fun for us to play. But, you know, they make it fun for the opposing team and uh, keeps everybody on their toes. But, yeah, it's uh, it's a great environment for for anybody that just loves to be at a hockey game. And, uh, you know, even uh, we have a lot of visiting uh, parents even come up to a lot of uh, our staff at games and just they're blown away with everything that, uh, you know, we kind of do. So it's it's definitely a cool environment.
3: So last year you guys uh, made it to the Nationals uh, in Boston, pretty decent run. Obviously you didn't get where you wanted to be, but what did the team take from uh, that last year coming on into this year and the run that you've had so far?
2: Yeah, so kinda of like you said, we didn't uh, obviously end the season like we would like to, but it is something to build off of. Uh I know the year before they made the national tournament as well. Mm-hmm. Um and this past year we did better than the year before. So um, you know, just trying to get better each year and uh, you know, finish better than the year before. So obviously making uh the quarterfinals last year, our goal is to uh, you know, not just make it to semifinals but to make it to yeah. that national championship and uh, you know, be in that last game of the year and possibly, uh, you know, win a national championship.
3: You know, it, the the way that the state of Michigan has dominated at that tournament and getting the amount of teams there, what what is the secret? Why is it that you guys, all your teams in Michigan do so well at the national tournament?
2: You know, I wish I could tell you the secret <laughs> formula for or you it. Don't, you just
3: I, don't want I, to tell me, do you?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I can't I can give away all our suitors up here. But no, it's it it's just uh, you know, the the state of Michigan, uh, you know, they say the Minnesota's the Minnesota's uh hockey state, but um, you know, really the The state of michigan takes pride in kind of what they do with recruiting um you know like they they don't just look at michigan they kind of get from everywhere uh possible you know a lot of the canadian uh junior players are coming to michigan as well um and i think it's just the 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 compete that we have uh the last few years in michigan you want to be better than that other team in michigan so everybody's just trying to uh, outdo each other. And that's just making, uh, the you know, the state of Michigan better in general.
3: So, you know, we talk about your, so you're at the D3 level, but this is going to be the last year for you guys at the D3 level, because you're making the big jump next year.
2: We are, yep. So we're very excited for that. Um, so with our goal is to, you know, end, end our uh, little, tenure with the D3 level on on a good note, uh, you know, a national championship, but yes, we're very excited to, you know, go division one. Um, everybody that has been involved in the hockey program, uh, since it started, you know, they work to get to this point and, you know, we're just happy that we can do it for everybody that's been involved. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully look to compete right away, uh, at that division one level.
3: What, uh, so what does it, what is involved, um, getting the jump up you know because i know like when you know i started out doing the aquinas games back in 2016 or 2015 my god it's been that long ago already they went from d3 to d2 to d1 what what is involved with moving on up
2: yeah so i know last year we were looking to we were in the works of trying to go division one um the head coach before me uh Last year, he kind of did a lot of the work with that. And then this year when I got the position, uh, you know, I was – it was brought to my attention of uh, – I have uh, one of my good friends is the uh, coach for Oakland, Nick Mammel. Yeah. And he just kind of reached out, um, asked if we would be willing and, you know, wanting to join their conference. Um, they, he kind of gave me the situation. Um, and I know that's kind of one of the bigger things uh, to go to Division One is to, you know, have the backing from a conference. So, um, you know, when we were asked by by Oakland and everybody in that conference was wanting us to join, um, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer to do so because we just don't know when we might have that opportunity right. again. Um, and I think we're just, as a program, in a good spot to do that. So, really, I think the main thing is to have backing from a conference um and just to have that you know success in the in, in your in your past.
3: So but that's next year. We still want to uh kind of focus on uh this year. We're joined by the way again by Brandon Ort the uh, head coach of Saginaw Valley right now ranked number 8 in uh the latest men's division 3 poll uh and uh you know we talked with uh, Travis Wrpczynski from uh, the D2 level. The the, the schedule and the, the the points that you get from playing a tough schedule has got to help you. And, uh, you know, I, again, you've got eight, I think eight Michigan schools, if I'm not mistaken, ranked in the top 16. So that's got to help your cause tremendously.
2: Absolutely. I mean that any, any team we play it's, it's always a top 25 team for the most part. Um, and again, it's, just the state of Michigan that we put ourselves in a good spot to be able to do that. So, um, you know, with playing uh, a whole college, a central Michigan, uh, you know, or Michigan in general, who just yeah. won the national championship, it's, it's, uh, it really kind of gives you a look of where you stand with the top teams in the country right off the bat, um, especially when they're in your conference. So when you're kind of playing the best, you're just making your team uh, a better team and kind of seeing where you need to work on, uh, work on things to, be that national championship team. So uh, us Michigan teams are very, very lucky to kind of be able to play each other like like we have.
3: So on your team this year, Brandon, uh, what uh, if there's anything that uh, the team has done this year that's on the good side that's kind of surprised you a little bit, what would that be?
2: Yeah, I mean, just with any team, with adding quite a few guys, um, it's just to see how the chemistry is. Um, we truly got a great group of guys and just how well they've gelled um, at, so far in the season. Uh, I would say even the first couple weeks, you can just tell that we're a close, close team. And, you know, we truly have that feeling of a family. Um, the guys are always hanging out. And it's it's really cool to see that that brotherhood uh, happened with them. So we're bringing in, I believe it was eight guys this year, um, just seeing them get along with everybody from the team previously. And just, we didn't have to worry about like, oh, is this guy going to fit in? They just, everybody brought uh you know, or bought, is bought in together and it's, it's we're a family here at Saginaw.
3: Well, I see uh, before you go to break, you get to take a little trip down to uh, Arkansas to play, uh, a pretty solid D3 program.
2: Yep. So we're very excited with that. Every year we try to do a trip, uh, that's a little farther, uh, from Michigan last year we did Florida. Uh, this year we got Arkansas. So, um, at first I was like a little, a little sketchy about it. I'm like, ah, that could be some bad travel with weather, but, um, I guess that's pretty close to Oklahoma. So I'm, I'm happy about that and get some nice weather in December. So, um, yeah, just excited to, uh, have this experience for our guys to, you know, make a trip with, with again, your team and uh, something that they can look on, uh, you know, down the road.
3: So uh, some of the leaders on your team, uh, the captains and whatnot, talk a little bit about them if you could.
2: Yeah. So our, our captain is Kyle Kubiak. He's been with the program for quite a few years now. Um, You know, he leads by example. He, he, he's, he's always toughening out stuff. If he's hurt, he, he, He's just a guy that you can rely on day in, day out. Um, and then our three assistant captains, I'll start with Garrett Sawyer. Um, he's a kid from Minnesota, but he's the nicest kid that, you know, you could ever think of uh, six, seven. So he takes up a lot of ice. Wow. life. <laughs> um, and just, again, everybody loves him. Leads by example. Um, and then we have Tyler Russell. He was, um, he was new to our team last year, but, he just, the maturity that he has, um, we, it was kind of a no-brainer for this year to name him assistant captain. Um, he, he really commands the, the locker room and, uh, you know, leads by example on the ice with his play. Um, and then our last assistant captain, Bruce McLean, um, you know, he he's just a kid that does everything that you ask him to. Um, and just with our whole leadership group, it's just great to see – what they provide our team and they're putting, you know, a good, good uh, thing for our younger guys to look up to, which is huge in any program. You want them to lead by example. And uh, you know, even, even though we have four guys with letters on uh, the jerseys, we have a lot of other guys that uh, has stepped up to be leaders. And again, it's, it doesn't matter if you have a letter on your Jersey, just, you know, do the right things. And, you know, our guys with the letters, you know, definitely do that. So.
3: So with those games coming up yet, you know, before the break, and then, of course, what I like to call the sprint in January and February, what uh, what are the fellas got to work on, Brandon, uh, do you think, just to kind of keep it going as uh, they get closer and closer to a potential return trip to uh, St. Louis?
2: Yeah. Just making sure they're doing the little things. Uh, you know, one thing I like to tell our guys is play a simple game. Cause as soon as, you know, teams get away from that and try to do too much, that's when things break down. Um, and again, when you're playing at the level that you are, sometimes it's hard to remember that. Um, and as, as physical as hockey is and aggressive as it is, our biggest thing is, you know, just be smart. Don't, don't get yeah. into the extra stuff after the whistle and, you know, I'll be honest, at the beginning of the year, we struggled with that quite a bit. But, you know, the last four weeks, we've really, uh, you know, taken care of that issue. So, again, the diversity that these guys, uh, they they get thrown to them, they're able to solve it. So uh, I'm just very happy with what they're able to do. And if we play uh, Cardinal hockey, as we call it, I, I think we can make our uh, our trip to St. Louis again.
3: So this being your first time on the show, Tell us a little bit, Brandon, about your experience leading up to becoming the head coach at Saginaw Valley.
2: Yeah, so I played junior hockey, uh, down in Nashville for the NA3 team, uh, played there for a year and a half and then, uh, finished my junior career in, uh, Texas for the junior Brahmas in the NA3. Um, and then I played for Oakland University, ATHA D1 team, uh, played there for a year and then, uh. I just decided uh, just to kind of start working, and then I had the opportunity. Uh, the previous head coach, he was a friend of he's a friend of mine, and uh, played on the same men's league team. And he's like, "Hey, why don't you come out and be assistant coach?" So, uh, did that last year, and I've enjoyed it ever since. So, when uh, I had the opportunity to become head coach, I was ecstatic, and it's been uh, it's been a blessing, and just truly truly honored to uh, coach the guys that we have.
3: What's been the toughest part of uh, all of a sudden being the head man?
2: Um, honestly, it's being uh, as an assistant coach. You're more of the one that's friends with the guys yes. on the team, kind of. And now it's like, all right, well, at an instant, I have to stop being the good guy all the time. And uh, <laughs> thankfully, um, we have an, two assistant coaches that take that role very well. One. Uh, being Tyler Cataline. He used to be... Oh, uh, I know Tyler real well. Yep. Yep. From Central. So, um, and then our other assistant coach is uh, uh, Aaron Shaheen. He was our captain the last year and I think the year before that. Um, But what's nice with that is I grew up with Aaron myself. We're the same age. So, uh, you know, he has that relationship with the guys where he can kind of come to me with stuff. And, you know, if there's something they don't want to come to me, they have those two. So, uh, you know, I'm, again, I'm really blessed to have the, those two, uh, on my coaching staff.
3: So I take it that, uh, you're a Wings fan. At least I hope you are.
2: You know, I'm a Wings fan, but, uh, <laughs> with being in Nashville, I'm Uh-oh. also a Predators fan.
3: Okay. We'll let it go. We'll, we'll let that go. <laughs> well, uh, there's two players on your team that are a little, that I, I keep an eye on. Uh, I broadcasted them playing high school football, Ben Wellnitz and Trey Morgan, um, if you see them, you tell them Captain Lou said hi, will you? Or when I you can see certainly
1: them. do that.
3: I appreciate that. Hey, uh, Brandon, it sounds like you have a lot of fun doing it too, and uh, you know that to me is is huge with this. You know, it sounds like it never gets old.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's been a great time. I'm I'm looking forward to see what the program has uh, for the future and kind of what we can do uh, to finish off this year and then. Uh, what uh what happens going division one next
3: year well Brandon thanks a lot for taking time out tonight to be with us I really do appreciate it uh keep up the great work man and I on like I said I'm gonna do the best I can to get up to the Saginaw Bay Ice Arena to watch you guys play sometime after the first of the year because it sounds like an absolute hoot
2: yeah absolutely if you do please let us know we'll uh We'll get you in there and get you the, uh, the full experience.
3: All right. Sounds good. Thanks again for coming on, Brandon. Good luck the rest of the year.
2: Absolutely. You have a good one.
3: All right. You too. Brandon Ort, the head coach of the Saginaw Valley State Cardinals, uh, ranked right now number eight in the country in men's Division Three, And uh, it's a little different than uh, it was uh, back in the day at the D3 level. They don't have to go through that gauntlet. That is the regionals. So what they do is they just got they have the computer rankings for the top 16 teams in men's division three, and then they go directly to St. Louis. And we're going to take a look at those rankings. We're going to take another break here momentarily. But uh, we're going to when we come back, we're going to go through the rankings, the latest rankings in the four of the five divisions. The women's D two rankings have yet to be they have yet to come out yet. And when they do, um, yet to come out yet, well. That sounded pretty good. Anyways, uh, yeah, we'll uh, go through the rankings in the other divisions and kind of give you an idea who's on top, who's where, who's sitting where, and then uh, anything else that's going on in the world of the ACHA. So we're going to take another break, and uh, when we come back, we'll have more right here on uh, the ACHA Power Play. So uh, don't go anywhere. You're watching the ACHA Power Play live here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube, powered up by Belly Up Sports. Hi, everybody. Captain Lou here. You got your tickets for Spartan Stadium yet for Michigan State playing Central, maybe down the road against Michigan? Speaking of Michigan at the big house, you got your tickets there for Ohio State or whoever they might play. Well, I've got just the answer. If you don't, that's SeatGeek. They've got great seats available at great prices. You say you might want to go to Penn State later on this year for a ball game? Michigan's going there in November. I highly recommend checking out SeatGeek. They've got great seats Great prices, the best way to go to get your tickets. So if you want to go to Spartan Stadium or if you want to go to the Big House this fall, make sure you check out SeatGeek. And while you're there, use the promo code CAPTAINLU. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. That's SeatGeek. Use the promo code CAPTAINLU for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek.com, the best place to go to get your tickets for this fall. And welcome back, everybody, to the ACHA Power Play. We're live here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube, powered up by Belly Up Sports. Check us out at bellyupsports.com for our complete list of all of our podcasts that we have on the network. We've got such an excellent uh, array of podcasts uh, covering all the sports, pro and college hockey, pro and college football, same with basketball, MLB, you name it. We've got such a great lineup of uh, shows. I invite you to check them out at uh, bellyupsports.com, and also check out our latest articles written by just a great, great crew of our uh, sports writers. That's at uh, bellyupsports.com. All right, again, thanks to uh, Brandon North for joining us here on uh, the ACHA Power Play. We're going to wrap things up tonight with uh, taking a look at the latest rankings in uh, the divisions. First of all, we'll start. Uh, let's start with the men's D3 ranking. Uh, As uh, see if we can't uh, bring that up real quick here. Um, all right, the magic of live here live television, if you will. All right, I think we can get that up there for you real quick. All right, here's the men's ranking number one ranking right now. It came out uh last week. The next one will probably come out tomorrow with our luck here this week. But, anyways, going into last weekend, here are the rankings in men's division three, and we talked about the Michigan state of Michigan dominance. You've got grand Valley at one hope at two Colby at three, Michigan at four, Michigan state at five. Then you got Missouri state at six, Oakland at seven, Saginaw Valley. We talked about them at eight, Purdue at nine, air force at 10, Dartmouth at 11, Lawrence tech at 12, Florida, Gulf coast at 13, CMCC at 14. And then you've got Calvin at 15 and Creighton at 16. So again, How it works, uh, they no longer do the divisions in uh, men's – or the regionals, I should – regions, I should say, in men's Division three. So the top 16 teams will go in uh, the tournament at the D3 level coming up in March of next year. So Grand Valley – I'm sorry, yeah, Grand Valley, Hope, Colby, and Michigan, if it were to end like this today, they would get the top seeds in each of the four uh, pools. So the men's D1, or I'm sorry, the men's D2 and the D3 work the same way. They've got pool play with uh, four, re- or four pools, in, uh they play a round-robin setup for the first three days, and then they t- take the top teams in each of the four pools, and then they play in the semifinals and the finals. And last year, I believe it was uh, Grand Valley, Michigan, Arkansas, and uh, Hope that made it to the final four last year, if I'm not Mistake and I'd have to double check on that, but it was uh, quite a tournament this uh, last year again. This year, obviously, is going to be in St. Louis. So, all right, uh, continuing on with uh, some of the other rankings, let's uh, take a look at the men's uh, division one ranking. And uh, as we take a look at that, the latest rankings from last week, anyways, that were out uh, a week ago yesterday. Minot State again at number one, Central Oklahoma number two. We talked about Mary, the University of Marriott in North Dakota. Uh, They were the they've been to the national tournament at the D2 level the last three years, uh, winning two of them and finishing just out of the Final Four last year. They're in at number three this year at D one. Dan Huntley's done an amazing job with the University of Mary, so they're right up there at number three. UNLV, the skating rebels at four. Adrian at five, Jamestown at six, Niagara at seven. You can see at Grand Valley at eight. Indiana Tech, uh, uh, Frank DeCristofaro's team doing an amazing job. They're at nine, uh, Liberty at 10, Arizona at 11. And you can see right down the list, down to 25 at Pittsburgh, Uh, Calvin at 16, Davenport at 18, uh, Dearborn at 17, Purdue Northwest at 20. Now, the thing to keep in mind this year is the, the format has been expanded to 24 teams. So it used to be 20 until this year. And uh, the top eight, or the eight conferences get an automatic buy in the uh, national tournament. And then you've got 16 at-large bids. So that's kind of how that works in men's Division one. Now remember how it works in the D1 level for the men. It's a bracketed one-and-done tournament, just like March Madness in Basketball. So it is sudden death every game, and we've had some doozies over the year. There was quite a few overtimes last year, and, of course, last time we were in St. Louis with uh, Central Oklahoma, then that uh, five-overtime game. So, yeah, there are some big games. It's, you know, you can't afford to make too many mistakes and uh, live to play another day in uh, the D1 format with it being single elimination. And uh, finally, at the uh, women's Division One level, let's take a look at some of the rankings there, if we can. not Here we can bring that up as uh, we talked about it on the last or last week. Um, Midland took over number one for Liberty. Well, the latest rankings—if I can bring that down so you could see it—Liberty is back on top at number one, followed by Midland, Adrian College at number three, Michigan at four, McHenry at five, Maryville at six. Arizona state at seven Indiana tech at eight Jamestown at nine and Minot state at 10, the top 10 teams in women's division one go to the national tournament and it's a bracketed format, but it's double elimination with a couple of buys the top two teams get buys. So it's a kind of a, you know, you get a couple of games at least, you know, with the double elimination style in the beginning. So again, it's a, an interesting format for the women's division 1. So there you go. That's a look at the uh rankings right now in uh women's division 1, all the rankings, men's D2, men's D3 and men's D1. It's, you know, it's fun to look at them. And you know, they change a little bit each week, but boy, after the first of the year, that's when it really gets down to crunch time. But we're coming up on Thanksgiving. One of the we call it the measuring sticks will be next week we'll have another program coming up here and uh you know obviously we're going to be like I said we're going to be every other week until after Thanksgiving and then we'll be weekly we're taking a break for Christmas but then after January we're going to be on every week with all the rankings with the coaches and everything coming on so we invite you to stick on stick around and watch us throughout the year now one of the last things we want to talk about here before we go to uh break is uh, or before we end the show here tonight is uh, we've got some teams that are going to be going to D1 starting next year. Now, we talked about it with uh, Saginaw Valley. They're going to be making the jump from D3 to D1 next year. There's three other teams that are going to be making the jump up to Division one next year. Another one from the state of Michigan, that's Northwood University, and uh, they're going to be in the Great Lakes Commu- Collegiate Hockey League along with uh, Saginaw Valley next year. Northern Arizona is going to bump up the Division I, along with Drury out of Springfield, Missouri. So it's great. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun um, with watching them and uh, see how they can how much success they can have at the D1 level. So we'll keep an eye on that. But uh, big news for them as now we're going to have 76 teams in Division I starting next year. And so the the field keeps expanding and, you know, it's college hockey at its best. You know, don't let the moniker fool you. This is really, really, it's a great, great brand of hockey and uh, can't say enough about it. Just love being a small part of uh, the ACHA and uh, being able to bring you the games and whatnot. You know, I'm going to be at a big game tomorrow night. For those of you that want to watch a good game tomorrow night at the D1 level on check out the calvin university sports network on youtube hope and grand valley will be duking it out in a, or i'm sorry grand valley and uh calvin i should say at the calvin sports network that's a crosstown rivalry renewed we'll have that game tomorrow at 8:15 so it's going to you know just some of the big games going on so a lot of great great competition all right well that's going to about do it here tonight for the acha power play again want to thank travis Rybczynski for Joining us from Dakota College of Botanical, uh, again off to a great start. They're ranked number one in the West Region in uh, Men's Division Two. And also want to thank Brandon Orth, the head coach of Saginaw Valley, for joining us uh, tonight. Uh, Saginaw Valley, right now out of uh, Saginaw, Michigan area, ranked number eight in the state and or eight in the country rather in Division Three. And finally, as always, want to thank you, the viewer for taking time out to watch us as well. All right, that's going to do it here on the ACHA Power Play. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode of the program, so we invite you to check us out then. Until then, this is Captain Lou St. Eva. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the hockey. Take some time out to watch some great hockey at any level. I know you'll enjoy it. All right, one more reminder, keep your heads up, keep your sticks down, keep your feet moving, and as always, keep your minds open. Thanks again for joining us, as always, here on the ACHA Power Play. And again, until next time, Captain Lou saying so long. And uh, we'll see you then on another edition of the ACHA Power Play on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. So long.